Profile on Praise Junction. Listen. This is my story. Real people, real stories, real God, real change. This is my story. This is Profile on the Praise Junction Show. Allow me to get to our guest today, a great gentleman joining us today. His name is Mr. Dan, but I'll allow him to introduce all his other names because I was telling him off air that one of his names in Aniletea Shide Matamuchi. How are you doing, Mr. Dan? I'm fine. Yes. And thank you for having me today. Amen. Yes. Your first time at Top FM? Yes, my first time at Hope FM mm. on radio. Mm. Yeah, the last time I was here I was on TV. Ah, yes. Okay, Sana. So introduce yourself officially. Okay, my name is Dan Sheshe Matakaya. Uh, I am a police officer currently attached to Industrial Police Station. I'm visually impaired, totally blind, and I'm a survivor of domestic violence. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You know you you've said you're visually impaired and you're a survivor of domestic violence. Yes. Um I um before I don't want to preempt everything, mm-hmm. but just I want you to create an an image for my listener to 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 get when you say you're visually impaired, but I, yes. for me I can see you. I yes. know literally how you look like. Yeah. Can you describe yourself to this listener? If they are to to visualize who you are. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, as I've said, I'm visually blind, totally blind. I can't see any anymore. But this is not how I was born. This is as a result of the violence, the attack from my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my face is full of scars. Uh, and I I believe it's disfigured. I I don't know because I've not seen. Yeah. But <laughs> I can say yes to that. Yes, mm. and the acid also affected uh, my right hand, and then to towards my shoulder and chest, and I also have a blocked nostril, the right nostril. Yeah, it's still blocked. So uh, I'm still under treatment. Okay. Yes. So you're breathing through one nose? Yes, through one okay. nose. Okay. Yeah. We'll be getting to the details about domestic violence that uh, you have said that caused you to be who you are. And I can say, yes, my dear listener, the way Mr. Dan has described himself is exactly how he's looking like. You can check check him out. We've, we have his photo right on our Facebook page, Instagram, and, 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 and Twitter, just to give you a picture of the guest you have today. So let me take you way back, Mr. Dan. You know, all of us grew up somewhere. Yeah. And uh, in a family, it would take me way back so many years ago if you're free you can say how many years ago how was yes. it like growing up as a child and where did you grow up yeah i i grew up in a place called shakungu village within kakameka county yeah uh, i was born in a family where we, we are nine siblings i'm the fifth born mm. uh two two girls and seven boys uh, I was born in a Christian background, whereby 
my parents were so strict mm-hmm. kila kitu was you pray yani they make they, they instill that values in us yeah, yeah. so uh, i had a normal life because i come from an average family mm-hmm. yeah okay whereby both my parents were teachers and at one point we were struggling with life because we could see them struggling but they made sure they gave us the best mm. to what they can and ile kulingana uwezo wao yeah yeah okay yes so you schooled uh, you cleared did you always yeah. want to be a police officer no mm. uh, <laughs> What you want to be? I, I wanted to 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 be to be a lawyer. Ah. Uh, but after school in 2007 I went to I, I went to Shikulu Primary School mm. and then joined St Ignatius Mukum Boys High School. Yeah. And then I finished my form 4 in the year 2007. In the year 2008 we had we, we, we had been given a new district Kakamega East District. Yes. And then there was uh the recruitment. That was the first recruitment after the after the when we were given the new district. So I just went to try my luck. And in fact when I reached there uh what will come So I wanted to go back home. But some of those uh, those friends whom we were with at school told me ah let's give it a try. Yeah. Yeah then I went to the line I went through the process and then in fact our work for Ulu but for me mm. I think that was just my day because we went through the process and then the last kukakwa sasa na mbio Ah you know I was fresh from school and in school I used to run Yes So when you are running I I ran and I was number one. So then you tulienda mchujo ya mwisho now the to sit to do a 10 minutes quiz uh, that is where I can say <laughs> you know this is a competition yes. and I was fresh from school we were given 5 minutes to do 10 questions mm. uh the fractions just easy easy things yes. so I did them first and then Uh, those people who were with me they were asking me for answers <laughs> so to me i felt this is a competition yes. and they want just three people mm. so i i was giving them uh, wrong answers because i wanted sure. to pass <laughs> yeah but okay that i that's how i did but yeah. i managed i joined the the police i went to the kenya police training college kiganjo mm. for nine months then uh, in the year 2009 may that's when we finished our course and i was posted to a station called itabobuli station yes. which is within embu county mm. so i started working uh nika i was deployed in the crime office doing to do investigation yes. and that's where i met my ex-wife your passion was to do investigation or you are just assigned you know you i was just assigned i ah. think uh, uh the commander so so me and how uh, you know i used to, i was a hard working guy yes. so 
he just uh, assigned me to the crime office mm. so i started doing investigations so that's where i was i said i met my ex-wife mm. because uh, there was a case uh we went we handled the case and she was the one who had came to report on behalf of the family okay. so that's when we started knowing each other and the family and then later we we fall into love mm. yeah okay yes so uh i'd i'd love you to if you're comfortable of course mm. uh take us through so you met you fell in love yes. you know so you settled down what what good memories do you have about that season before we now get to the meat of the story yeah you know uh first my ex-wife uh, yes. was such a humble girl to a drama yes so i felt that okay maybe it's a blessing eh? yeah yeah because i had seen what many people many men were struggling with mm. within the police line so i felt uh and i needed to settle down because yes. i need a job have, i'm working i have money yes. what next i need mm. to settle down so that neanza familia mapema yeah even though i was i was so young i was 20 21 years mm -hmm when we met but i just i just needed to settle down mm. yeah so yeah she was a good lady never did i knew that one day one one time she will change my life okay yeah did you in your dating period before you settled down for marriage did you ever see any 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 red flag as would call it or anything that you felt mm, should i investigate this because you are doing investigation you didn't investigate this or you are so much in love you just said twenty but penzi yeah to me i saw i never atakama liona you know sometimes when you are deeply in love yeah. you don't see some things you don't see mm. they are there but you can't see them mm. yeah so uh i never saw anything bad because i had made a decision mm. yes okay yeah so, you settled down after how long so uh, in the year 2012 that's when we started uh living together mm. yeah since 2009 2012 we we started living together and then in october we were placed with a, a baby boy a child year. yes same year 2012 mm. yeah then uh one month later that was in november i was transferred mm. from embu to kisi and now uh the babies you ca we, we couldn't travel with the kid because he was still too young yeah so since my ex-wife was from that locality we agreed she remained behind then i proceed i settled then they can join me later mm. because uh within the police we had a uh, issue ya manyumba yes. so i proceeded on transfer then sikupata uh, nyumba but mm. later i was uh, allocated a house but silikuwa zile nyumba za mabati i think you have seen those houses yes. within police lines mm. so 
that house it was not conducive mm-hmm. to where you can stay with your family yes so she came with the baby mm-hmm. to kakane for two weeks then we hand home uh, but the fortunate thing is that alikuwa amepata kazi yes so she told me nimepata kazi let me go back mm-hmm. so we agreed because ata hiyo nyumba tungeka yeah so she went she went back so i was now visiting them mm-hmm. traveling from empu to mwea like ev- after two weeks mm-hmm. yeah i i used to travel yes. and then in the year 2013 in may mm-hmm. uh, we lost the, we lost the kid Uh, he had been diagnosed with uh, severe pneumonia and meningitis so we lost him at Karugwa district hospital i remember i i was in the hospital for two weeks and i saw i saw what the the kid was going through the pain yeah but we lost him and hiyo ni mpango ya mungu yes then uh, two weeks after the burial my ex-wife came and told me that mm-hmm. she had been advised we need to have another kid so that the trauma those memories the kumpoteza mtoto ziishe and you done yeah. had did you even go through mourning because this is a very short time and you are yeah it's a short time mm-hmm. yeah it's a short time we were still mourning and you know now Uh, she came to me now she's telling me yeah. the advice she has received from other people okay yeah to me i felt okay maybe that could be the best advice but to me i wasn't ready for that yeah because uh i felt that someone was trying to control us mm. we, were, we were we were young so i felt uh people were trying to intrude into our private mandras mm. and trying to influence the decision that we are making yeah. yeah so i told her let's just give it a wait so that someone else could not feel like he or she is controlling our life yeah. so we agreed and we moved on and then uh, she moved to nakuru uh, whereby she joined her, her elder brother He, he 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 had uh, businesses in Nakuru so she went there to manage those businesses mm. to me i felt uh, this is a sigh of relief because from Nakuru to Kisi was near as compared yes. to Nakuru to M- to Mwea. Mm. so we moved on so she she used to come to Kisi every weekend the other weekend i go i travel to Nakuru mm. and then in the year that the same year in September she came and we stayed together for two weeks this is in 2013 yes in 2013 okay. for two weeks mm. uh but two days before the incident she told me that she wanted to take uh the kids belonging those items that mm. were in the house mm. she wanted to take them to nakuru mm. so that's where the quarrel started i asked her why she was saying so mm. Uh, she told she she kept quiet we had just a quarrel then she kept quiet mm. uh my ex-wife was uh was in someone who could talk mm. uh, whenever we had issues she could keep quiet mm. so i used to call her mom mm. 
Yes. Yeah, to ask her, to ask her what was happening mm. in her life, you know. Yes. This time I called her mom to intervene to see what is happening, yes. why she wanted to take those items. Mm-hmm. So her mom called her and uh he told her to go home. Yeah. I don't know what they talked, but she was supposed to go home. Mm. So on 21st September, that was the day she was supposed to travel. So that day I was on duty. It was on Saturday so I was on duty on Friday yes. on a night shift. Mm. So at around 5:30 in the morning, I went to the house. Eh? Yes. Uh, since I was so tired, I just went to sleep. And few minutes later, as I was sleeping, she woke up and poured sulfuric acid on my face. And oh. ran away. Well, you got into the house, Dan. You see, you found yes. her sleeping. Yeah, she was so sleeping. You her to sleep. Yes. Then she wakes up. She wake. Yes, and poured a fear cassette on my face. So it started burning. So I woke up uh, to try and get some water to dissolve those burns. Eh? Mm-hmm. When I stepped on the floor, I felt a shock. She had gone further and connected electricity. The heater, you know, the heater that we used to kuchemsha maji. Yeah. And then she was so smart. She she had poured water on the floor mm-hmm. and then akaweka iyo heater. So the current, you know, was flowing because yeah. this is water. So when I felt the shock, I was so confused. I couldn't do anything. I just screamed and my colleagues came and rescued me and rushed me to the hospital. At this point, she poured and she went away. Yes, and she ran. She left even her bag. She just ran away. Did you have a quarrel before that? What was happening two, before that? Yeah, two days before this incident. That's when we had the quarrel. This is the quarrel about taking the Yes, and yes. The yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And you know she was supposed to travel now the the that day she did to, yeah she did this to me mm-hmm. yeah so I was rushed to the hospital uh, the first aid so first aid was done then I started seeing I walked to the ward but now the pain was so severe I was struggling I was struggling with pain so the doctors saw what was going on uh, they gave me some painkillers but I quisha so. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just injected me and I slept. So when I woke up, I realized I couldn't see anymore. Oh. I was transferred from Kisi, Hema Hospital, to Kakamega. Uh, that's a uh, home locality. Mm. And then two days later, I was lifted to Kenyatta. Now in Kenyatta, that's where I received a comprehensive treatment mm. in the Burns unit. Where, where, where is your family? Is is somebody aware at this point? Yes, yes, yes. Immediately, you know, that day, yes. uh, and you know, the the same day she did this to me, mm. I had a laptop in my house. I wanted to send it to my sister. Mm. And my mom had gone for prayers in Migori. Ile mm. prayers for women. Eh? Yes. So they had gone to Migori for prayers, for a two days prayers. Mm. So she was. I was supposed to to drop the laptop to my mom to take it home. Yeah. So uh walikuja akanipigia siku anapatikana. Mm. Then uh, on their way wakati alifika uh, Aero that's when she was told that nimechomwa. Nime mm. So she had to 
ashuka kwa gari to come back and then my bro was in Nairobi pia akaambiwa akaanza kuja and then my other elder brother was in Kisi he works with the uh, Kenya prison so that was the one who first came to the hospital so he was in Kisi so uh siku all the family members were there with me okay uh, that's when they decided to take me to Kakamega because by that time hakuna mtu alikuwa anajua what is the main cause oh. of the incident yeah so nobody had explained it's it's your wife this was she had done so it was just we need him well yeah yeah so atukujua what was the reason behind it was there any other person behind this yeah, yeah no one knew okay yeah so at what point did you let them know that this is exactly what happened no i told them i told them mm. yeah you know niliwaambia what was happening mm-hmm. and sometimes i used to share uh what was happening in my life uh like you know i felt that you know many pe- people were interfering with uh, the marriage and ilikuwa from the from her side mm-hmm. Uh, in fact uh, one reason why uh, I was transferred me manyeli after transfer because I wanted now to get out of the station to go somewhere far because I felt that there's a lot of interference mm. yeah from yes from yes yeah from my people yeah okay. yeah So even with moving that didn't solve anything. It didn't solve anything. I thought it could solve but it could it didn't. Did you seek help from another person? No, not really. You know, as men, uh the society has also groomed us that mm. some, some many things we are not we, we couldn't share. Atu, atu we are not comfortable yeah we we act like men we are not comfortable sharing uh, what we are going through yeah so in in the hospital that's where i received intensive treatment and that's where i also found many other men who are, who are also patients in the hospital wale pia wamechomwa and i joined them there the bands unit i thought i'm the first one you know yeah. i thought i'm the first one but yeah. that's why i came to know of many other men yeah wengine ni mafuta wengine ni stove yeah and then in fact you know when i was in the hospital i was not seeing mm-hmm. so those patients they all people walikuwa wananisaidia like to walk around yeah. take me to the washroom Yeah. Okay. Yes. So at the hospital the doctors you've said the doctor at the hospital you've said Kenyatta that's where you are really told what the real issue is. Mm. So what did doctor it was burn at what degree was it and what did it I, mean? It was uh, 18% that degree burn. Mm. And uh I I underwent I remember going through more than 15 surgeries. Oh, 
Yeah, because you know now the bands won't take quite some time to heal. Mm. So what they do, they do the the grafting. You are taken to theater, wanatoa ngozi malingine, wanaweka sometimes inakata kushika. So you go back again. That's now that was a routine for us and that was the you know at one point nilifika mahali nikazoea so i felt that going to theater at a, i used to prefer going to theater than any other nini procedure because that is the only way sitaskia uchungu oh. yeah how how long you, you know i'm i'm imagining 15 operations yeah, yeah. i ilikuwa like kila wiki No. Yeah. See, in hospital for how long again? I was in Kenyatta for six months. Mm-hmm. I was in ban in the ban unit for five months, and then uh, from ban unit, I was taken to the now the private wing, mm-hmm. what 9B. I I still remember. Mm-hmm. So uh, now, and remember when I was in the hospital, my mm-hmm. only prayer was for the restoration of my sight. Mm. So I used to pray I used to pray I used to ask people to help me mm. to pray yeah. and they used to pray So me likuwa najua tu I'll see again So when I went to the bands unit to the private wing mm. now Dr. Romacho he came and he told me that Dan we are sorry uh, you won't see again You need to accept mm. and move on So that was that's now where the challenges started. Okay. Uh at that point mm-hmm. I felt that uh my life has come to an end. That did you tell God? What that that statement God? from the doctor yeah. was so devastating. I felt that ni kama Mungu ameniacha, you know? Yeah. And then I started contemplating suicide while in the hospital. Kitandangu ilikuwa karibu na dirisha. So uh I felt uh, I I felt that the only way I can do this is to throw myself through this window from ninth floor from ninth floor so that by the time I reach the ground no one sitakuwa uh, but now the other thing was what if something was clicking in my mind what if you throw yourself then this a roof next to the window then you don't fall down what what damage would you have caused to yourself mm. so i sat down and tried to figure out what is the best way to do it mm. uh as i was uh thinking figuring out what to do mm. there was another patient in the hospital mm. who was my friend in fact when you tulikuwa na kana ananisaidia so this guy at around 2 am you know in the hospital at the sleeping pattern ilikuwa imebadilika We used to sleep uh, at during the day mm. then usiku tunakaa tu kwa viti oh. so this time at 2 am we are just just talking mm. and then this guy told me that dan i wish i could be you i was so worried uh, i started laughing but mm. i was so worried because i was asking myself hii jamaa ni kama pia kichwa yake imeenda You know yeah I felt this guy kama kichwa chake imeenda amekuwa wazimu na yeye ndiyo nategemea hapa So I asked him why are you saying so uh, this guy was so honest he told me Dan 
you are not seen your face is scarred it's disfigured but one thing i'm sure of is that you'll come out of this hospital alive for him he never knew his fate but let me tell you that that, that statement that was the turning point for me okay yeah be- mm, i want us to pause there mm-hmm. because i really want us to come back and you tell me that statement by this great friend of yours yes how it turned your life around okay. to be who you are today okay. or almost in dan matakaya our guest today on profile a real story of going through a tough real life situation and god healing are you that person who is there? Talk to us on 20933 because today we'd love to do some ministry to you and just ask the Lord to help you heal in Jesus' name. Let's have this quick break. When we come back, we want to know how did God use this dance friend? Of course, then will let us know his name when we come back and how did his life change after that? 20933 is the SMS line at Top FM Live, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, are our pages and on 0717 is our WhatsApp line. This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change. Hope FM. Another quality service from Christ is the Answer Ministries. Listen and live. The Profile Song Break. Take a moment of reflection.